0: Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. So if you've been looking for love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special.
1: Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions.
2: This is the Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio.
3: Welcome back. We are Bob Guinea and Trista Setter and we are the Almost Famous OG because- The OG you know, crew. Old gal and <laughs> old guy.
4: <laughs> really, really old guy. That'd be the <laughs> ROG crew. <laughs> it's so sad.
3: And I'm I feeling remember. I'm feeling
4: every uh, every inch of my age today, Trista. I, I I think it's important to point out that we love doing this so much that we will move heaven and earth to get it done. <laughs> and last night I uh, I flew home very late, three uh, thirty in the morning, landed at home, about three thirty five. The baby started crying uh, about four o'clock. The three year old came in the room, so I have just been pulling a bender. This is my like seventeenth cup of coffee right here. <laughs>
3: At least you drink coffee. I don't even drink it, but you know what? Yep. We're going to get her done, right? We are We are going to get her done.
4: <laughs> I like that. You're giving me a little cars reference with, uh, what's that guy's name? What is the dude's name? That says, My get her done? I can't even think. Oh, well, mater. no, that's mater. That says it, but I'm trying to think of the actual comedian, Larry, the cable guy. Oh, <laughs> that's who it is. <laughs> right. And he, uh, I'm like, mater, duh. at uh, Disneyland last month, which I got to tell you, it was a totally different experience going there with kids. I've, Always gone there just for the cocktails and the corn dogs.
3: And oh no, it was I've been, <laughs> I've been to land and worlds, I think five or six times when the kids were little and oh yeah, yeah, we've met Mater, we've met Lightning, we've met all the characters and all the yes, princesses. Yes, I like them. Yeah. They're
4: pretty cool yeah. how they got it done. Well, I'm excited about today's show because you know we are we are the OGs so we are taking it back a little bit yeah. and uh you know what i really love is where it all started for you and i as friends obviously was on your season of the bachelorette which if anyone wants to check us out from our last episode we talked a lot about how that process came to light for both of us but today's a really special show because it's not just about us today we're actually going to check in on a couple uh, other OGs who were with us on that show um both yeah. of which i think were very, um, memorable guys, uh, from that time and from that season. And, uh, one of them in particular, I've always really liked both of these guys, but one of them in particular, I've kept in pretty good touch with over the years. So we're going to have them both on in a little bit. So, but I wanted to kind of get into it really quickly with you, Trista, because I know how I felt, but I wonder how you felt. I mean, it's the first night you're the bachelorette. I'm sure, you know, you already have seen some of the Press about you know what does this say about her as a person and about women in general like it was that big of a you know of, of a commentary oh, yeah. at the time. I mean, yeah. were you just a nervous wreck uh, that night, like walking out? You know, it, it was Carrie Fetman your stylist? Did he have you feel? Oh all God, good no! In, in a Are conflict? you kidding
3: me? <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> we had a stylist when I was a bachelor. And I still looked like an idiot. So you looked <laughs> stunning. I mean, it was amazing. Thank you come you. walking out. So I mean, you had to be feeling a lot of nerves.
3: I. Certainly was. And watching back, I have to say, I was cringing pretty much the entire show that I was watching back because I feel like I was so nervous and I was trying to say all the right things. And do you know what I mean? Like I had already been put on um, notice with the entire media. Everyone's watching me. Everyone is uh, judging me. And, and I had this thing in my mind, you really need to be conscious about what you're saying, what you're doing, you know, all of those things. I mean, gosh, the first, all the guys come in and this season, you know, it's the OG because no one has a gimmick. You know, every, no, no. with the exception to Russ, who brought the Tiffany box um, yes. that I know you had a problem with. Yeah,
5: <laughs> I, know. yeah. So, I was like, really, bro? Um,
3: I know. So, with the exception of the Tiffany box, uh, there was there were no gimmicks. There yep. was just guys getting out of the limo, introducing themselves, and and all we said they literally would either shake a hand or give a hug, and then yep. we said, "We'll see you inside," you know, or yeah. "Looking good." How many freaking times did I say "Looking good"?
4: <laughs> Looking good, boys. Oh yeah, I know. Did you did you have Chris Harrison in your ear at all? Was he guiding you at all? Like you know okay, you know, here, I mean, I I would see him come on camera, but I know when I was the bachelor, I actually really appreciated him because he would go, all right, you did a great job. Now this time, you know, you can, you can talk a little more with each person, take your time, you know, like, cause that first one, I'm like, Hey, great to meet you too. We'll see you inside.
3: (laughs) That's it. That's it. That's all I said. I was like, wow, I'm a really good conversationalist. Um, But Anyway, yeah, Chris, Chris of course, was there, you know, we had developed a friendship on The Bachelor and and then, of course, the producers, they were there every step of the way with me for me. And, of course, they're producing a television show. And I got that. I still get it. I still get that that is their job. They want to produce a show. They they have to feed their family and, you know, pay for college or whatever. So they want it to be (laughs) successful. And and so I got that. But I also really appreciated that that they were in it with me. They were they were my friend. They actually wanted, I believe, to this day for me to meet someone uh, and develop a long term lifetime relationship um, built on a great foundation. It happened. Well done, producer and
4: Trista good job yeah yeah so i I was going to ask you if watching it back when i remember watching that season um you know and none of my friends back then we didn't talk about it at all. As you know, yeah. right. We were kind of sworn to secrecy. So yep. none of my friends even knew I was going to be gone on the show until all of a sudden they're in my living room watching it. And they're all like,
3: Oh my God. <laughs> really? You know? oh, my oh yeah. Gosh.
4: I kept it really quiet. So it was a big surprise. How about you? I mean, were your family, I mean, obviously your, your immediate family knew, but where did your yeah. phone just blow up after that first night?
3: Do you know what, actually everyone pretty much knew because since I had been on the bachelor, Um, They knew that I had been on that show. And then for The Bachelor, I had to ask my boss for a leave of absence in Miami. Okay. And at at Miami Children's Hospital. And when I got the call about doing The Bachelorette and, you know, the process was moving along— And I had to make a decision about whether or not to be in California. I asked her for another leave of absence. And of course she said no, because no, sorry, Uh, you've got to make your decision. Yeah. So I decided to go out to California. And of course, because of that, you know, my friends knew I was moving out for the possibility of doing the show. And uh, yeah, it wasn't a secret. And obviously right. it wasn't a secret because the whole, all of the media was covering it saying, you know, a girl, you know, the tables have been turned. A girl is reversal. in charge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. A girl? Like, is that really big news? But I guess back then it was. And, yeah. uh, you know, they were calling me out for potentially looking like a hussy. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I just, a yeah, harlot. that was, that was hard. That A harlot. Uh, yeah. That was hard. Um going into it because I was stressed about how I was going to be portrayed to the people sure. that I looked up to in my life, you know, in my real life. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was hard, but it was worth it.
4: It definitely was worth it. I mean, look how it ended up. Right. I mean, yeah. I was, I was bunk mates essentially with a couple of, uh, with one of the guys that's going to be on tonight and also or today and also Of course, your husband, Ryan, we were like, literally, our beds were right next to each other. You know, people would (laughs) die if they saw that mansion uh, that we started the season. And now the Bachelor Mansion is much different. But the one we had back then, it looked great on camera. I will say that.
3: Kind of. I mean, uh, looking back at it, I'm like, really? Was I that excited
4: about that house? I I walk in, I'm like, whoa. Twelve single beds jammed into (laughs) one room. How beautiful!
3: And they (laughs) were on the floor. They were on the floor. They weren't even like in bed frames. They were on the floor. No, they didn't even
4: give us bed frames. We had. I I actually think. I actually think I had a bed frame. Now that I now that I think about it, I did have a bed frame. Oh, really? You were the lucky one. But not everyone did. I was one of the lucky ones. And um, you know, and I I will tell you, the dynamic in the house was so interesting on the first day from the guys' perspective, and we can touch on this in a little bit when our first guests come on, but. I remember walking in and um, I don't know why, I don't know why, but all of a sudden they come over to me and they're like, Hey, uh, how are you? I said, I'm great. Thanks. How are you? They're like, great. How how do you love the mansion? I'm like, oh, it's, it's awesome. They go, so what do you think everyone's going to want to eat and drink today? Like, I'm like the chef or something. So I'm like, (laughs) and I just, I just jumped right in. I'm like, what are our options? Do we have, you know, is there. Do we have carte blanche? Can we go for it? But I remember that day, I'm like, well, I saw a grill out there. Is it working? They're like, yeah, I'm like, maybe we'll do some skirt steak and some chicken. Maybe we'll mix up some stuff for some tacos, some fajitas, as it were. And uh, what about a margarita machine? Can we do one of those? And I remember just, so anyway, I remember this specifically because I've told this story a few times too, but I remember they asked for drinks. So I decided, you know, if I was having a party at my house, Right. Uh, first of all, my kitchen would be nicer than this one. But yeah, uh, yeah, What would I do? And so I literally, I was like, "How about a couple half gallons of you know Grey Goose, uh, a couple half gallons of <laughs> you know Jack Daniels, maybe <laughs> some mixers, oh, uh, lemons and limes, oranges. Yeah, a bottle of tequila would be nice." So literally, uh, that was like 10 a.m. You know, um, right. at about 10:06 a.m., in comes cases of alcohol, just like right, giant cardboard course. boxes. The food. I don't know if we ever got it. I, I mean, was I think, gonna I say we, you yeah. had dog food. We did.
3: <laughs> and why did we have dog food? We didn't have a dog. Because there was a dog. Yes, there was. There don't was. Don't you remember the dog that lived there? Oh yeah. So the owners. Oh my owners, god, I do remember. Yes, I did forget about that. Yes, they rented this house, but the owners left their dog for whatever well, reason. I don't know if yes. they were in and out like they were. They were, they were there. It okay, was so they were there and not there. Yeah. So so. They had this dog and they kind of thank God they had the dog because Ryan actually, he went running with the dog. Like he loves yeah. dogs and well, they can be yeah, a good stress that. relief. I remember now you that you know? say
4: that. I forgot. I forgot about yes,
3: that. We yes. Had, so we dog. did
4: have a dog there and that's unfortunately uh, our friend Janie Blythe can't join us today, but his claim to fame, other than incredibly white teeth and trying yeah. to make <laughs> out with you on the first date was <laughs> eating dog food on yep. the show. Yep. Hammered.
3: And they'll see and, that uh, after you watch the first episode. If you keep watching, yeah. oh yeah, yep. dog food, dog, puppy chow. What do you guys call puppy it? Dog chow, puppy chow. We it, it was... actually.
4: We called it pony chow for pony him. Pony chow.
3: I, That's right. Yeah, because yes. I
4: kept telling him he had the, the teeth of like a you know a stallion. Like, I'm like man, you yep. like, got like these big horse teeth. <laughs> 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 but it was said lovingly, you know. Right, of course. Um, he he laughed. Oh he laughed. He did laugh. Yeah. He loved it. But um, but yeah, I mean, I remember that they brought the the alcohol right away. And then yes. the food showed up, you know, two days later. And by that point, we had, we had already consumed all the lemons and limes, so we were stuffed. We didn't need right. anything. We
3: <laughs>
4: Our condiments
6: we had
3: already were been consumed. <laughs> oh, like, oh no! Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, that was it. Was it was really fun? It was fun to watch and and reminisce, especially of the first you know time I met. Ryan and I've seen that. Whenever you go on a show, GMA or Today Show or clip, you know right? any of the shows, yeah. um, that's the clip they use. Is Ryan walking up and he'll never uh, live down the fact that he, when he got out of the limo, he said, "You look ravishing, ravishing." Yep. It's his word, um, but he it forgot is. his name. He forgot to tell me his name, so I was like, "Hey." So what's your name?
4: It's yeah. like what? it's
3: nice to meet name. you, nameless.
4: Name. Yeah. yeah, oh,
3: name what? Who, who am I? Um, anyway, you know, that was really fun. I do, really I do fun. remember
4: it. for anyone who wasn't with us last week, which you should have been, where yep. the hell were you? But exactly. um, we know that you weren't here, so I'll, I'll just tell you this. One of the things I loved uh, about uh, you know that time of the show was that we were all basically monosyllabic uh we were we were one trick ponies right yeah so here I was uh we already had a musician so that w- that couldn't be me so I was mortgage guy and Ryan was firefighter <laughs> and right. when I look back at it I remember thinking you know god like they they ask you so many questions about yourself and this is where we land we land I at know. I mean, mortgage guy you got to know Ryan Sutter and you land at firefighter like I get it that that's his job no but- you
3: ran you land at Poet
4: Yeah. 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 Now it's it's poet. Yeah, for sure. That's where I would have gone right away. Cause I do remember one night I remember specifically, and I'm not sure if you remember this or not, but you were out on a date, uh, with some guys and, uh, or a guy, I don't really recall exactly. I think it may have been a guy. Cause I remember Ryan was at the mansion with me and Uh I decided, uh, you know, well, uh, let's play the century club which century club is a hundred shots of beer in a hundred minutes, which sounds like nothing, right? It's a little shot glass of beer.
3: So it doesn't sound like nothing to me. (laughs)
4: Yeah. You know, and I'm not a beer guy, (laughs) so it sounds like a lot to me too. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, we, we start playing this game. And I remember all the guys were having a great time and it was, you were definitely out with one person because the majority of the guys were back at the house. And at the end of, you know, each round, we'd throw the beer can on the roof of the mansion. And, um, yeah. Well, I mean, it was just, you know, the roof was kind of low by the pool. And so uh, about, you know, I, I, I didn't know you were on your way home, but of course the producers know everything. So they're like, Bob, you guys threw a bunch of beer cans up there on the roof. You should probably get up there and, and get that off of there. I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay, oh my no gosh. So I climb a ladder where, where did the ladder come from? I have no idea. I climb a ladder, I get on the roof and I start sweeping off the beer cans and um, we're going to take a really quick break because when we return, I want to tell the story of when you walk back into the mansion, okay, and you see the mayhem that has ensued. In yes, your absence, there was
3: mayhem. Uh huh. And
4: right. I'm sitting there with uh, with a um, an apron on, which I don't know why I had an apron on. <laughs> my board shorts and apron and a broom. When you walk in, and I'm like, amazing, hey! <laughs> and. Uh, we're going to get into it when you, when we come back from break, because we're going to have our first guest on who can speak to that night. Um, oh, yeah, probably yeah. a little bit better than me. And I think it'll be very fun for you to hear that vantage point. So I love, it. uh, we're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, uh, you'll have more of almost famous, the OGs.
0: What keeps baby skin healthy? For Trusted Protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
1: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor?
0: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben?
1: Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down.
1: Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally, if nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge.
0: Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work. Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription.
1: It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous.
0: You can use the promo code famous, that's promo code famous at twc.health/famous.
5: Hey girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Hi, Brooke. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, you know what? We're really excited to see you. It's been a really long time. And Bob was just telling us a story about Century Club and the mayhem that went down in the house and how I walked in. And he yes. would, he stopped the story then so that you guys could both pick up and share That's your right. vantage point of what happened that day.
4: <laughs> so we called Brooke Tex back in the day on the show because, yep. of course, he was a, a you know a rancher, a rancher from Texas. And just the sweetest, nicest guy. And Brooke, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I was I was recounting the night we moved into the mansion the next day or two later. And Trista was on a date. I know it was a one-on-one date because it was most of us back at the house. And uh, we were like, let's play the Century Club. 100 shots of beer in 100 minutes, right? So we're pouring beer and shot glasses. We'll all do it. And every time, uh, and we wanted like Natty Light or something really good. And every time you know, the, we'd, be done with the, we'd be done with the beer <laughs> can, we'd toss it on the roof. Yes. I said, that's the night Jamie Blythe ate the pony chow. A lot of oh things went down God. that yeah, night. A lot of
2: things went down that
4: night. And yeah. uh, when Trista comes back from her date, I had just climbed off the roof uh, from sweeping all the cans off the roof. I'm in board <laughs> shorts and, a, and an apron and I'm like, and she comes in and I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm thinking there's nothing wrong with this picture whatsoever.
2: Do you remember that night? Do you remember oh. us uh, partying it up? I absolutely because I think that uh, one of the guys, Brian Sanders, uh, had him and I. I don't know why, but we're like this. We don't want people to fall, so let's throw some some uh, lounge chairs or something like that, or some furniture up there as well, just to keep everything <laughs> from people getting hurt on the on the ground. Right. Oh <laughs> yeah. So I don't. Yeah, that was. Sort of <laughs> have I have a, a, a memory loss on that night.
3: Yeah, I bet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, there might be some issues, or some uh, some moments I might be getting wrong myself. But that was yeah. also because, as as you may remember, Brooke, we would order food, uh, you know, for the whole day at like ten a.m. and and yes. then they'd say, "We well, guys need some more cocktails." Yeah, we need a couple half gallons of this, a few cases of that. And I was telling Trista that <laughs> that stuff, the 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 half gallons of this and the cases of that would would arrive within five minutes. That and was the, the food, nicest part about yeah. the whole
6: thing.
2: Is we were that never that thirsty. Ir- Yes, if you wanted, like you, I remember back <laughs> when you, uh, your favorite drink at the time was, I think, uh, Blue Goose. Uh, Gray Goose. Gray Goose. Goose, Goose yeah, yes. still is like, to this day. Yeah, and you're like, I'd like the bottle of Gray Goose. And then you could hear someone going, Okay, we're going to get it. And all of a sudden, like five minutes later, we had Gray Goose. I was like, Okay. <laughs>
3: they uh, had it Patron. in the back, ready <laughs> to go. <laughs>
2: just, just saying anything, just to see. And yes, it here it is, Brooke. This is yours. Okay, thank you. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so okay, true. can I have some caviar and some yeah. Uh, champagne? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the all in the back.
2: yeah. Yeah. One night, was like you want T-bone steaks or ribeyes or something like that. We're like, uh, can we? They're like, yeah. Okay. How many boys want it? And everybody, of course, raise their hands up, and we're like, yeah, oh, fifty of them. We had like twenty or twenty-five 20 or something <laughs> steaks there. <laughs> Yeah, it was a steak dinner to beat the band. I remember that. That was a great
4: too. All right, night
3: too. so I want to get back to the beginning. So um, uh, let's stop talking about food and drinks. I'm really right? getting yeah. hungry and thirsty. Uh, no, so the first night, of course, we meet and uh, you introduce yourself as a rodeo cowboy. We yes. can clearly see, if everyone could see right now, that rodeo cowboy is probably not what you're doing anymore. <laughs> it looks like yeah. you're in a hospital. Have a so different can you outfit tell everyone? On <laughs>
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> can you tell everyone yeah, um, what you're so up to you these days
2: after we did after we did the show and everything stopped you know going on um, I met a, a young lady and uh, I was as a EMT in the, in the ER and she was a nurse and sometimes you it takes a good woman to get your head out of your rectum is what we say down here and uh, <laughs> she's like you can't be a tech forever and I was like Okay. I said I'll be a fireman. Like and I because Ryan had told me how great it was. I was like, I'll do a fireman thing. So then the age of course catches up with you. And then I thought, well, while I'm trying to be a fireman, I can take classes. And so I became a registered nurse,
5: got mm-hmm. my bachelor's wow, awesome.
2: and I work uh I just I didn't I stopped doing being an ER nurse. I've been doing that for probably 8 years now, but Awesome. I stopped doing that for a little bit because it, it you know with COVID and all that, you're seeing, you know, 150 people a day. Yeah. And so I just took a break. I do the hospital calls me to get uh hard IVs for people who need like uh long-term antibiotics or stuff yeah. like that. I do it's called a vascular access team, which we just do picks and IVs and all that. And I just got finished with doing one. And then my coworker is about to go do another one. So she said, I got this. You can do your little
4: show. Well,
3: thank you to your coworker.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no kidding.
4: And congratulations. I mean, and, and thank you, right. You were on the front lines of this whole COVID thing that could not have
2: been easy. And I'm sure, I'm sure it was rough. It's been pretty ugly. I've gotten it twice, and it don't matter oh, if gosh. you have PPE on. Wash your yeah. hands every day. It's just out there. You got people who don't wear masks, and then they cough, and you get it in there. It's just yeah. And luckily, thank you, thank the Lord above that my symptoms weren't as bad as some of the people that I deal with on a regular basis. Um, right now, our census is down in our hospital as far as people with COVID. And which is a great thing. I do know that there's another supposedly another round coming in the outskirts of Texas of being hit right now. But DFW, where I live, is not that bad right now. But they say the symptoms are sort of mild. I guess I'm not going to get into all that kind of stuff. But um, but like I said, my symptoms weren't that bad. My wife got it because you know, cannot stop kissing your wife. And so, yeah. so might as well share it.
3: Ryan would say <laughs> the same yeah. thing.
2: Yeah.
3: All right. Can we go back um, to the first night? So yes, ma- I think actually it might've been after that. So I've always, I, this has been brought up in interviews. I, I don't know, since we ended the show almost 20 years ago. And Maybe. I want to know your take on how you felt about, what well, you called me that day? What Tex. I called you?
2: I think the word was shallow. And of course, <laughs> yeah. when you have alcohol in your system, and like my friend Bob down here, I get done with that interview, and or and with that little situation between you and I, and he, of course, he's just pouring it on gasoline, and I'm like, yeah, this is what I said to her. Hear me roar? I'm like, what?
4: Shallow? <laughs> what? Shallow? Why? How are you shallow? Yeah, I was too. I was so into it. I was like, why is she shallow? Because she has an
2: allergy. I don't understand that part. And I honestly, to this day, do not know why. I don't know how, why I was so mad or how even they... Right! You know, how they, <laughs> you know how they snuck how They stir the sauce, in. buddy. But, yeah, you know, they were walking by. <laughs> right. You know, they're the waitress or the waiter. And then they of got course! The earpiece, and they hear, yeah. oh, Brooke said something. Send him over there. And then... Yeah. You're
3: right. You're right. They do. And then yeah.
2: you're going, okay, I'll go talk to her. And then... I don't know how it got on the subject but somehow you said you're allergic to horses and I was like you're going to get rid of me for what? And I guess <laughs> at the time at the time I was the villain of the show or the bad guy or at that time and yeah. oh no I've seen multiple it, it, shows
3: where I've seen I don't think so
2: I've seen clips of other shows, and these guys are way worse than I am.
3: Wait. I never thought
2: I never thought you were a villain at all. Actually,
4: no, I always, not at all. I never thought. I that just at was all. like, yeah. I'm
3: sorry, but I'm not shallow. Like yeah, if the- if you're gonna call me shallow for for getting rid of you because you have a goatee or like <laughs> short hair or something, maybe I'm shallow. But I was like, but wait. I'm allergic to horses. And that's what you do. That's your life. Like I couldn't be around you,
6: (laughs) but uh, there was,
2: uh, so I was watching a commercial because I was so excited about being on that show and meeting everybody and meeting, of course you and and Bob and everybody. And there, I think there, you were at some kind of premiere or something like that or some kind of whatever you were doing. And it was like Mm -hmm. ET or some one of those shows and they were talking to you and in the background, I think there's a Clydesdale or some kind of horse. And I'm like, she lied to me because she lied
3: No, no. Okay. So so I did not lie. um, But what I will say is that if I take medicine, like Benadryl, then it's fine. Or if I wash my hands immediately, but like being, I can go to a rodeo. But I couldn't be around a rodeo cowboy because I would literally be one big hive. So anyway, yeah, I I think you know we've covered it. It's all good. We know I'm (laughs) not. I wasn't shallow for that, at least. And (laughs) yeah,
2: at least (laughs) after everything said and done, and maybe the liquid courage got out of me, I was like,
3: yeah, all good, all good. We ended up. We both ended up very happy. Um, If I
4: had a nickel for everything I said on the uh, two shows I was on that was dumb. I'd be a really wealthy guy. I, okay, you good. got nothing to feel bad about. Buddy. I was, no, not I was at consistently all. foot in the mouth. I was that guy.
3: Not good. at all. And, and I think the the moral of the story is that we both ended up with the people that we were supposed to. And oh, it's absolutely. a happy yeah. ending. I, I right? not
2: anything that ever happened. I'm glad I got to do the show. Cause I mean, right. honestly, there's, I mean, yeah, there's several people now, but back in the day we were, We were the originals, and so it was the OGs, baby. The OGs to be a part of something that, you know, even to this day, someone will say something, and they'll say, "You were on what?" And I was like, "Yeah, 20 years ago. I don't look like that. I used to have this beautiful flowing mane, and now I've got the male pattern baldness, and it makes me (laughs) feel myself." But
5: but,
4: man, uh, I'll tell you what, I think you look good, buddy. I'm so proud of you, and everything that you've accomplished i mean i'm so glad that we were on this show together and became buddies and have stayed in touch as, as not as great lately since i've had kids i've been terrible but you know for a while there we were all in pretty
2: good touch with one another we got to gotta, oh, we gotta do that some more it was it was yeah. fun talking to y'all and seeing how but it's awesome to see now the families that have produced out of this like I know. you got two and then bob you just recently had one Several months ago, right?
4: Yeah, our second. We uh, had our second in July. Yeah. Oh so. congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, he's almost a year. So well, congrats, buddy. Thanks for joining us on the show. You are definitely not the villain. To okay, us. good, uh, good. No. Brooke Pemberton, <laughs> aka Tex to me. All right. Tex. <laughs> Always. Thank
3: you, Tex. <laughs> all
2: right. Y'all, y- y'all take care. <laughs>
6: all right. Bye, you take Brooks. care, buddy. So good right, seeing
2: right. you, man. All right. Bye bye. <laughs>
0: For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
1: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor?
0: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben?
1: Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all.
5: Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with
1: doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Famous.
0: You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at TWC.health FAMOUS.
2: I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your
4: next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on,
1: but I don't know where...
4: gotta love that guy
3: that's Honest so fun
4: and i love that he's like you know first of all isn't it funny though he saw himself as a villain and i never saw him as a villain i didn't at
3: all it's yeah. just they picked up on that comment and like ran with it and that's because that's yeah. all they had they didn't have any other drama
4: we had no drama i mean other yeah. than us all you know wanting to fight russ i mean you know yeah. there was no- <laughs> And poor Russ, (laughs) all Russ did was be thoughtful and show up with a present, you know, (laughs) Totally
3: um, yes, so many
4: of us from that show. And I think this is actually a testament to you. uh, So many of us from that show left as, as really good friends. And, you know, uh, of course, you know, Brooks, one of those guys that we stayed in touch with, I stayed in touch with over the years, but another one who I actually uh, have had a lot of personal contact with is going to join us on the show next. Now, this man was also a firefighter. I'm going to see if you can guess Trista. Now I know you got the show rundown, so it's not going to be that hard. He was also a firefighter. Yep. Cleveland born and bred. Yeah. And he may or may not have been a guy that we uh, collectively carried out and laid his bed in the sprinklers one night. Oh, I remember. It might've even been on century club night. Actually that a lot of stuff went down. I
3: think it was. And yeah, we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, So why don't we let, let's let Jack in.
4: Jack, you got it right. It's my buddy, Jackie French from Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> of course Ohio. I got it right. I don't
3: have a great memory, but I have some kind of memory. I mean, I could I could yes. not forget Jack.
4: <sighs> Especially things that we just said, like, you know, right before the show started, we're going to be bringing in Jackie French. Yeah. <laughs> right. So there's that, right? There's that as well. So there's that. So yeah, let's welcome to the show another guy from Trista's season who made a big impact with people. Jack French, He's from Cleveland, Ohio, firefighter, dad. Awesome, you know, just an awesome guy. So, I think he's going to be joining us here any second. And, um, any second. you know, any I second. felt a little guilt uh, about being one of the guys who helped carry his little bed out there. We, we you they were did all single not. beds. You I do feel not
3: any feel any guilt for that. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: don't. I don't. But I want to say that I didn't because Jack is, I, I mean, <sighs> people might not remember. Oh, here we go. Jack here is yoked.
3: He is.
6: Hey. Jackie is young. Yeah. What's up,
4: Jackie? Good to see you,
6: buddy. <laughs> What's going on, Bob? How you doing, man?
4: I am great. Is this the first time you and Trista have talked since our uh, since our
6: season? I think uh, so. No, we talked. No, well, yeah, well, actually, I, yeah. I mean, we talked. You know, after we were, you know, did the media stuff, but you know, yeah, I yeah. Mean, that was that was a season. True Twenty story. years True ago, story. buddy, isn't that something?
3: Hi, it's been so long. It's good to see your face.
6: Good to see you as well. So,
3: right, just a, so, Jack happens yeah, to have a ahead. very,
4: very talented family. Uh, his, his son is yep. an incredible football player. And awesome. I was trying desperately to get Jack to bring his son to my alma mater, of course, Michigan State University.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, and so Jack and I were trying to hatch a plan to make it work. But, uh, you know, great dad. Obviously, on the show, you were a firefighter. We just talked to Brooke Pemberton a minute ago. Remember, remember Tex?
6: Oh, yeah. Cowboy, Cowboy Brooke. Cowboy Brooke. Oh, that's right, Cowboy Brooke. Yeah,
4: he went from Cowboy Brooke to, uh, he's a a registered nurse now on the front
6: lines of COVID. Uh, RN Cowboy, Cowboy Brooke. There you go, RN Cowboy Brooke. (laughs) He always always gonna be Cowboy Brooke to to me.
4: That's right,
3: that's right.
4: right. What are some of your, like first night, you get out of the limo, it's a crazy experience, right? You walk up, you meet Trista, what's the first thing that's going through your mind? Do you remember?
6: Of course. I mean, you know, I, I was looking at her. That's what I, that's what I was looking <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you
4: weren't the only one. There were 25 of us doing that. I, I, that's for exactly, sure. Exactly, Actually, actually, I'm sorry. There were 24 of us doing that because Trista's said that one guy got out of the limo and looked at the camera first.
3: Mm-hmm. I, remember and he that. S- I said, bye bye. See you later, yeah, he Peter. Went home.
4: He went home early. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yep. Were we in the same limo, Jackie? We were, weren't we? We were the first no, limo, like Bob, you know, I don't remember. <laughs> a, a, a bunch of it was a blur, Bob.
4: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Trista, do you okay. have any good questions for our buddy Jackie?
3: Yeah, okay. So I want to get into, well, first, I want to get into that night of Century Club and what happened. So there was this big storyline. We went on, it was the three of us and and Ryan and Jamie and who? Jeff Popovich, maybe, um, were on the, the uh, what was it? Not Rancho, um, what's that hotel? La Quinta, that we went to La Quinta on the on the date the next day,
5: right? Yes, the next we're, day. We were all yeah. on
3: that, and we were in a big RV that ended up breaking down, oh, yes, and Jeff yes, Popovich yes, yes, changed the tire. Yes. So, the journey um, bus, yes. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, we're all sitting on the RV laughing, and I remember you guys telling me the story of Jack— being picked up. So Jack passed out because you guys had Century Club and were, you know, indulging Technically in some he drinks. He went
4: to bed early.
3: He went to bed early. I,
4: I did go to bed early. I did.
6: That, that, that happened. <laughs> yeah, there's a
3: difference. Yeah, it looked Jack like. Jack went,
6: went to bed early. Yeah. I responsibly. The yeah, barrel. responsibly.
3: That's right. That's right. So he was you know, laying on one of the mattresses that was on the floor, no bed frame. Yes, and so correct. all of you guys explained to me that you thought it'd be funny to pick him up on his from his mattress and put him outside, and then the sprinklers yeah. went off, and Jack proceeded to wake up, and then he needed to relieve himself. So yes, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. think I so, think relieving I mean, himself. Now, I, was, I don't remember any sprinklers. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You don't? I
4: don't recall. <laughs> Jack, Jack, it's one of those oldest tricks in the book. Like like when, when one of your friends goes to sleep early and you set their mm-hmm. hand in a little dish of water, you know. And so so we, we wanted to make sure that Jack didn't miss our early pickup time. We had an oh early call God. time the next morning. We didn't have alarm clocks. So we thought, well, if the sprinklers go off. That'll probably wake Jack up and then we won't feel so bad. We just didn't know the sprinklers were going to go off at four in the morning, which oh, is what happened.
5: Mission accomplished. Yeah.
4: Jack was up and ready for the day, but Jack, Jack was a quick recovery man. We were on that. We were out that next day. I mean, he was ready to go. And just you know, I would have not. Uh, maybe I would have been okay back then, but now I'd be, I'd be in a bad place.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Right. So, so I know that you guys told me about the, this and I feel like it came up in interviews afterwards that like either I was portrayed as judgmental or as like shocked. And I was like, actually, I think because like Bob and I were talking about this beforehand, going into the bachelorette, you know, there was a lot of media hype around it and people were very, critical of me being the first, you know, bachelorette and the first one to turn the tables. And so I was on my best behavior with kind of see, saying everything in a, in as PC a way as I could with still trying to be myself. Right. So till, right. still trying to be authentic, but trying to be PC and caring in a way. And I would, if that had happened in real life without any cameras around, I would have freaking been dying laughing. And I think I was dying laughing, but I feel like because it was like, there was no drama, like we just talked about too. There was no drama on the show. So like the only thing they could bring in as drama was, oh my gosh, Trista is so, um, she is, so beside herself with what happened with Jack, like the same thing with Greg <laughs> and his apartment, like going into the small apartment. We can talk about right, that First later, of all, but... that
4: apartment was crap. Let's not kill ourselves. <laughs> I, I, I would have been like, you know what? I got a call, and I'd have been back on the A train <laughs> back to wherever it was that you were going because that apartment was a piece of work.
3: <laughs> okay, so I want to know how you felt. Like, were you? Were you? how did you feel in the moment and then afterwards when people were asking you about it, did you feel like I was judgmental? Did you feel like that like got in the way of our relationship in any way? Or did you just think it was fun? Like I did. I don't know. I would love to hear your side. Well,
6: you know, it, I mean, the whole experience was so, you know, it's so new for everybody. Yeah. You know? right. So it's just, you know, it was just an occurrence, you know, right. yeah. just, It's just what it was. I mean, we were having a good time. I mean, yeah, it's what it was. It happened. And no, I I did not feel like you were judgmental.
3: Okay. Good. Good. Because I I feel like we're doing a
6: personal, like a counseling session here. And I like it, Uh,
3: (laughs) Dr. Phil,
4: (laughs) believe me, I'm usually (laughs) on the other side of this. So I'm usually (laughs) the one sitting there going now I can say Trista, how did that make you feel? How do they make you feel when Jack just said that he didn't judge you for you that? You
3: know, I'm using this podcast as a way to air any grievances, get Exercises it all out of the open. All right. I love it. I
6: love
4: Let's
3: it. Exercise the demons. Um man, yes. there,
6: there was no 20, there was no 20 year grievance. No
3: way. Yeah, Not with Jack right? French. Yeah, no. Truly
6: one of the greatest guys
4: out there. Jack, thank you so much for joining us on the show, man. It's always Appreciate great you. to talk to you. And uh, we love you, buddy. Thank you. And love I'm so glad re- you and Trista re- got re- to reconnect.
3: Yes.
6: Hey, tell Ryan. How-
3: I will. I will. And, and okay. What's wait before we go. What's your son's name so we can watch out for him.
6: His name is Jackson.
3: Oh, I love he, it. He's
6: listening. And he's listening right now. I'm sure.
3: Oh, hi Jackson. Jackson. Hey, hey, French. That-
6: I, I'm sure he's going to laugh about it when I get off. When I get off.
3: <laughs> right. Oh yeah, for sure. He's going to pull up the YouTube or the Tubi of the show. Has oh, he watched oh, yet? Yeah.
6: Oh, that's already no. been done. <laughs> oh, they, oh, they,
3: oh, they get me all the time with that. I mean, they, they use that. They use <laughs> Amazing. Thanks oh, for being it, here,
6: Jack. Thank good you, buddy.
3: Bob, I'll well, we see you, you soon, man. appreciate you. Yes, you all will, you my too. friend.
4: I'll see you very soon. All Take right, care, bye. man. All right, man. Take care. Bye-bye.
3: Bye.
4: Trista, you got to feel good.
3: This was really fun. I loved being able to go back in time and relive the first night of The Bachelorette with you and... Brooke and Jack and lots of others. And next week we get to relive your first night. Are you so excited?
4: I am terrified. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely terrified. (laughs) Yeah. I I think yours was really fun because it wasn't about me so much. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I think this was a much more fun week for me (laughs) next week. I'm going to be stressed out pins and needles style, but
3: there's no reason for stress.
4: It'll be You're fun. You're happily I remember,
3: married. You're yes, all good. You're but good. One
4: wrinkle on my season, and I don't know yeah. if you remember this or not, but one wrinkle on my season that was uh, really awkward. I'm just going to say it. The twins. I had twins on my season. I was the first season they brought out twins.
3: I do not remember this. Yes, and I remember
4: going, "What is going on?" And oh my it's gosh! I, ha- I can't
3: wait to watch it. I yes. don't remember this. Yeah, and I've watched watch every it. single episode of every single show. Um, I, I know. I'd, okay. <laughs> I'm so excited to go watch to remind myself what happened. I mean, obviously, I remember the key players, but... Right. Um... But yeah, this will be fun to go back and watch. I'm I'm excited. I know you're nervous. I know it's really awkward to talk about like you dating other people when you're married. Um, I know. I know. But you know what? It's all in fun. We're going to have fun. Do not worry yep. about it. Just bring <laughs> yeah. your personality and it'll all be okay. <laughs> you
4: no, know, you know, actually my <laughs> wife is so funny about this stuff. She loves to talk about it and she really loves it because she'll always go, well, just think of it this way. I mean, you were waiting for me, right? Because I That's was only—that's right.
3: School. That's right, Jess. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you would have gone school. to prison
4: if you were trying to date me <laughs> at that time. Like, good point. Good point. Touche, my love. Yeah, All right. I well, thank her. you guys for joining us. We are the OGs here on Almost Famous. We'll see you next week.
3: See ya.
0: ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.